Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of 64 Bits of Rage. Yeah. We're here. We're not here. No. I feel like that's the thing of things. The thing of things, like the store of stores. Shut up. The thing of things. <laughs> oh, we need to, I don't think we need to dive into the store of stores uh, going, going on here. It's a good podcast for it, though. <laughs> That's okay. My brother just uh, messaged me from prison, so there's another hole. Not from a store of stores. <laughs> That's called a cell of cells. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, I'm in myself now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I actually like my brother in law. Oh. <laughs> Consequences of your actions. Anyways, a little, little bit of a special 64 bits of rage here. Yep. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. Oh, we should probably introduce ourselves. <laughs> we can. <laughs> we're gonna follow uh, suit with our uh, last Rage Quit episode, our, our sister podcast that primarily Why covers. Sisters? Why can't they be brothers? Why is everyone really thinks of the female? Because there's some things, inanimate, like, objects or concepts that are uh, designated female and some male. And there's very few, actually, male things. So, like, computers are always referred to as him, not a she. It's one of the few things. There's a lot more, like, tech. It's like I'm diving into the realm I have no idea about. I was just being a jackass. Anyways, continue on. It's actually, it's, it's part of the language. It's what it boils down to. There's just mm. some things that are connotatively one gender or the other. It stems from the other romance languages, which we pluck from, which have, like, feminine and masculine uh, mm. nouns. Okay. So it's like, you know, learning a little bit of Spanish, it's like some words are just naturally masculine or feminine. And yeah. sometimes you're like, why? You know, mm. it's like, that doesn't really make any sense. We carry that over just in our jargon. So when jargon. we refer to a ship, it's always a uh, female. When we refer to a computer, it's always male. Just things like that. Weird. I didn't know that. Anyway, yeah. sister podcast. What were we doing? Uh, so yeah, last week on our sister podcast, uh, it's <laughs> kind of like. Follows me every time. Uh, Rage quit. We did just kind of like a podcast version of a let's talk, which we also do on YouTube. Uh, just yeah. kind of bantered and kind of we talked specifically about like Feel the origins the of AS Inquisitor and mm-hmm. how we stream and how we podcast and the tech we use. Uh, we're not going to cover exactly the same ground, but no. the concept or the foundation of this episode of 64 uh, Bits oh, of Rage is going to be the same kind of thing. Yeah. So we're just going to like go where the wind takes us. Where the wind blows and it's snowing right now after we just did yard work. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably cover some things that we've talked about in private for what we could do for uh, podcast topics, but we felt couldn't flush out to an hour. Yeah, we'll like little, little little tidbits there, here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, uh, my name is Anthony Schultz. I'm Ariska Hulitz. And this is episode nine of 64 yeah, Bits of Rage. Yeah, Speaking of 64 Bits of Rage, didn't you just edit all of our 64 Bits uh, thumbnails? I did. So um, it was kind of interesting because it's like we talked about, um, like, we got another mic and we improved the um, sound of the podcast, both of which and stuff. And all that. So we wanted to make more, like, uh, sweeping changes mm-hmm. as well, um, not just that and yeah. so yeah we improved the the youtube version of the podcast specifically mm-hmm. so now they have cards that promote rage quit yep and the rage quit ones will have cards that promote 64 bits of rage yep, so a combination of them both yeah a little cross-pollination you know if you enjoy mm-hmm. the podcast check out this other podcast mm-hmm. kind of a thing and then i did uh like uh widescreen thumbnails yeah for the youtube ones that so are unique 
instead of just like the small ones that you put on cash box that are meant to be small and then just ported them over. Exactly, which is what I had been doing. Mm. And then uh, I also went through even the the cast box of the just the podcasting um, thumbnails. Yeah. And I uh, made them more specific to the episode, Mm. which I think will be a little bit more eye-catching. And then if you're just kind of scrolling through, Mm -hmm. um, maybe be like, oh, I, you know, I like Nintendo, but it's like, oh, I also picked up Devil May Cry 3, the special edition yeah, of the Switch. Yeah. What do they have to say about it? And you get to see Neil, you know, Dante, and Virgil uh, from that game. Exactly. With so the it, podcast logo and all that good stuff. Yeah, because so. it's not just our logo, but then it kind of gives you a little tidbit of what this is going to exactly be about and how they're going to go about things, which is kind of cool. And obviously, we, we, you know, everyone stems from somewhere where they change how they do things or change how it looks or add, add things to make it better. I mean, everyone's got to start from somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I've always been partial to, like, layer, especially with content creation. Mm-hmm. Even before when I could really devote time to it. Yeah. Uh, layering in new things and then yeah. retroactively adding those to, if you well, can, to lot prior of, episodes or videos or whatever you're working on. A lot of people don't necessarily do that. I feel like because we're so young, we can kind of get away with changing how we do things, like with the thumbnails and... Uh, I'm also willing to do it. Like, if we had 100 episodes, save a podcast, I would go through all 100 of them. Like, <laughs> but a lot of which a lot of people don't, don't do, and they will be like, ah, well, the reward for doing that isn't a lot. Um, what do you think it's For me, I kind of get, like, anorogenic about it, a little OCD, where I'm like, they all have to match. Like, uh, Maybe later comes your new ADHD comes into play. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> OCD, ADHD. I can't handle that. No, I don't. Pretty much, yeah. I, I think it helps. Um, uh, it's it's known if you refresh uh, thumbnails specifically on YouTube that um, uh, oftentimes, obviously the YouTube algorithm is very complex, but it'll mm-hmm. raise like your podcast back to the top, even if it's an older one, or your video, rather. Yeah. And um, so it'll help out in that, and that'll then, of course, if more eyes are on it, you mm. know, should hopefully increase your metrics, you know, your watch time. Yeah. Or people, you know, haven't found your podcast or your videos before, mm. they can then subscribe to it. Um, I don't know if that for sure works uh, with podcasting services, but I imagine the yeah, logic's I mean, kind of the same. Similar, at least. So, well, the funny thing is, I, I was just thinking this, too, and it's like with people, when they podcast, don't necessarily put it on YouTube because they're either do a, a split thing where they, they record video and then we'll post the video and podcast version, the video version of the podcast, excuse me, yeah. and then the audio version separate. Which we but will do eventually, eventually as well. Eventually, yeah, we yeah. gotta get our studio going and everything. That's on the docket this year. Yeah, and it once that's done, too. that's when we'll start I mean, doing it's, it. Oh, it's stuck. It's currently snowing right now, so we really can't, you know, dive into. Yeah, it, it is crazy. <laughs> it was like 60 degrees and sunny yesterday, so we just did a bunch of yard work. Now it's like... Now it's snowing. snowing. A blizzard is rolling in over the top of us. Yeah. And it really hasn't snowed all winter, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, and it's just, you know, certain things we have planned and whatnot. But at the same time, I don't feel like new podcasts thought about putting their audio with a thumbnail or some kind of derivative artwork on that type of thing. Because a lot of people, obviously, with YouTube, it's meant to be seen. Comparatively, we're not listened to. But at the same breath of you, you it's like you and I especially from experience, we'll put something on and then do shit around the house and listen to it. Yeah, oftentimes I'll let YouTube just, just like do its thing and go to the next suggested video over and mm-hmm. over and just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Or um, music, it, it's like the number one now um, 
platform used for listening to music. Well, makes sense. So obviously you're not really watching that. That's on and you're just listening to music as you do stuff around mm-hmm. the house or work on something else. So I would imagine that podcasting is the same kind of way. You know, it's easy access. It's free. Mm. Uh, you can put it on and then you can just listen to it and do the same kind of thing that you would do if you were just listening to music or letting videos, you know, run through yeah. a playlist or what YouTube recommends. So. Yeah, and then, like, the only thing is when we start recording videos for the podcast and spicing the, the sound out of them, it's like, I, I gotta wear clothes, you know? <laughs> I gotta wear bras and be professional. Can't be nude. Can't be naked. I mean, you don't know what I am right now. So, but I just, just saying it. It's just like it's interesting that I I don't think think about it or if they just think it's a weird way to do it. I don't know. I'm always like I will try to take the sometimes mm. like when I can and I feel like it fits the path le- less traveled. Yeah. So it's like people have done it, but maybe not a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. Like say you know podcasters always do this on YouTube, but, like, 70% of them don't do it this way. Yeah. Um, I will oftentimes, like, kind of go with that other 30% and try to, it you does know, add to it at least. pay off, though, because people are like, they'll be like, oh, I never thought of that because I do like to have, like, YouTube up or something or I'm doing stuff around the house because, obviously, with YouTube, doesn't have it where you can shut, close it, and still listen. Yeah, you have to pay for YouTube Red or whatever their Something whatever like their that. premium service is, which is weird. But and when it makes sense, though, it means a free service. I mean, you fucking complain about that shit. Yeah, it's kind of like Spotify runs ads, and it's like uh, you just listen deal with to it. this thirty minute for free thirty minutes. You said that ten minutes ago, you bitch, you lying ho. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get thirty minutes of free listening time. Fuck you. Fuck you. And oh, oh, now you crashed. I gotta do it again. Um, but you know. Yeah, I think that might be the Kindle for that. <laughs> well, why don't we put my Kindle? I keep it. Mine's newer. Yeah, it's set up now. It's done. It's <laughs> I do it to crafty out. But I'm just—it's just funny to think though, because like we just naturally done things that way, because we obviously want to get our our label and everything out there to, you know, change the thumbnails and do the art and design, and obviously create it ourselves. You know, for granted we may use like a template, but we do the art ourselves and. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of YouTubers use Canva, which that's what I use. I mean, I'm not a graphic designer, I'm not an artist, mm-hmm. and um, you, you, you don't you don't have the time to be able to do every single thumbnail. No, considering what we have, we're on episode twenty four, twenty five of Rage Quit, and episode eight, nine, ten of sixty four bits of rage. That's like thirty five. Templates yeah, that I have to make personally, and it's like I work. It's just time. too demanding. It's just, yeah, you know, it'd be one. That's why I've never asked you to do that, even though you are an artist. Yeah. It's not because I don't think you, you know, can't do it. It's no. just time time coming. constraints. When I can, you know, get something that's good quality mm-hmm. and make it my own, and use Canva in particular. Yeah. And find templates that I like, and then find the you know resourced images that I can use yeah, yeah, and yeah. tailor it to our podcasts or our videos or past streams or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would be nice if I could just solely focus on doing that type of artwork because, I mean, I love doing art and I even have my own, ooh, excuse me, docket stuff like for my YouTube channel and everything to get going. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, again, for me, because I, I do work full time, it's just, <laughs> I gotta find the time. Yeah, and that's why, like, for that, it's like I, I, I'll i take the, the burden willingly to do all the mm-hmm. production for it and, yeah. and the thumbnails and stuff like that, the tags, the description. That's why, like, a lot of people either 
are successful or not is because they don't realize it is very time consuming. And if you do have a full time job and you're trying to balance it, it is very time consuming. People just just see the famous people out there and don't think of how much time and effort they had to put in it, especially in the beginning, to get that famous. Yeah, yeah you're gonna get those weird ass one offs that are. Uh, you know, insta-famous, but then you think, hmm, are they still around? No. Yeah, and they do. There's a lot of uh, people that, like, filter into the community and then mm-hmm. quickly back out because, I think you're absolutely right, I don't think they realize, they don't get the reaction that they expect because mm-hmm. they don't understand that there is actually a lot of work that goes into Yeah, this. advertising, there's making sure your stuff's on point, you have the right equipment, the fact that, you know, you need to be able to put the time and effort in and that's like you know even with me working full-time you still take care of everything in the house so there's just a priority of things obviously you, it's a little easier for you to balance that act and render a video out real quick and then do laundry or something along those lines you know yeah as far as like a time management is concerned it's it in my estimate it probably takes a, about as much time if not more than mm-hmm. 40 hours a week mm-hmm. but it's like part and participle it is split up like that, yeah. where it's like, okay, I can do... Like, this morning, I probably did, like, two to three hours, maybe mm-hmm. four hours worth of work. Yeah, because you get up at seven, I get up until ten. I was lazy. But... <laughs> no hope, my break. Um, day off. That was kind of split down the middle with, you know... Laundry. Doing a lot of laundry, letting the dogs out, or dishes, or feeding mm. the dogs, or something along those lines, and then, like, back to work, and, like, your family came and visited for a few minutes Yeah, his mom just had surgery. So that kind of, like, split... That time, too. Yeah. Um, I set up for the next stream. I mm-hmm. did the thumbnails for 64 Bits of Rage on YouTube and CastBox. I, um, I made breakfast in the middle of all that. Yeah, it, it tidied up some of the kind of, like, uh, clerical error issues and, like, the copy editing for descriptions mm-hmm. and did tags and stuff. Yeah. Scheduled videos to post, like... And, you know, it, technically, like, it's my off day. Yeah, you know? yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah, it's not just about, um, you know, either sitting in front of a camera or a mic and, and, and talking. streaming, and then, you know, thousands of people are going to applaud to you. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you have to re- really, like, kind of buckle down and, like, make and, sure you have the artwork to back it up to pull people in. Make sure that you're, you know, tagging properly. Make sure that you have playlists. Well, then we had, like, the know. other conversation in there, too. It's, like, where people just have that gimmick shit. It's, like... Dear God. Yeah. And that is definitely, in my opinion, I understand why people do it. Um, it, it to each their own, but dear, it's just, yeah, you, that's all you're going to be known for is a gimmick. It's like with Ninja, all he's known is for Fortnite, and he doesn't want to be that, but that's all you and got. And he's uh, surprisingly less gimmicky than a lot of big streamers. Um, it seems like, yeah, the, the streaming community, a lot of people... and they strobe lights on the background, wear dumbass costumes, and... Yeah, and I don't mean to... And this isn't always true, and I don't mean to, like, stereotype if I am here, being a little bit ageist, but it, it does seem to be... You the know, young group. Very young, like, early 20s that... Um, do that. Know, that do it, yeah. And there is a part of me that, like, appreciates the showmanship that goes yeah. behind it. You know, building a persona or a character and then being that person. The time person. and effort to put the costume and get the costume and make it or put it on or whatever you're doing. But at the same time, it's like... I do find it gimmicky. Like It's just over the top. And yeah, you may be popular, but how long are you going to do that? You're going to do that for your next 15 years if you want to be a streamer? Or what about when you get older and you want to be taken seriously? And go work homes. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be really hard to get under that. You're like... Um, 
cast typing yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm, a lot of actors you will may not. fall into a role that, like, defines their career, and then they don't always want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. they don't, and they can't, you know, they don't always want to be, like, the the male lead in rom-coms for the mm-hmm. rest of their lives, you know. They want to, their age isn't going to hold out for that anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're always getting older. And then, uh, you know, maybe they want to do uh, bioethics or dramatic roles yeah. or things like that. And it's like, well, we won't cast you for this because, yeah, because you, you, you were always the lead in a rom-com. Yeah. And it's like, I think the same thing is going to happen to streamers as this industry gets older where it's like, oh, you were always just whatever your persona is, mm-hmm. you know, this guy. Yeah, well, um, be that guy, you know. Like, I don't really trust your industry analysis of, you know esports you know yeah, it's yeah. like you've never really talked seriously about this before you just kind of dicked around and wore scooby-doo pajamas you know it's like why, why are you trying to be serious now that's not why i watch you and then when obviously you're you're gonna get that age like i for granted you probably can pull off for a while but you're gonna get to that age where you want to be taken seriously and you're gonna peer and, out and, or top out at a certain view and just not go anywhere and right now you may not think that you are that's no, the thing. You it, may not be looking forward the to The young that. and ambitiousness. And you're yeah. like, I, I got this. I'll always do this. And you're not thinking in long terms. Like with you and I and how we started, we always had this serious conversation too. What is going to be good for us in the long run? How do we manage this to keep it in the long run? That's why we got Capture Card to make it easier for you to stream, to be able yeah. to be able to variety streamer. Because, you know, we were a variety streamer of just games, not consoles. Now we can be consoles and games. Exactly, yeah. It was only the PS4, because that's the only avenue we had to stream. Mm-hmm. It was straight natively from that. Yep. Which was so, difficult in its own right. I remember us having to have the, the mic hooked up to the freaking, actually to the uh, PS4. Yeah. And it was like the only way they could record our voice was like the mic and then you had to like sit really close. To I did, yeah. My back would like so be out and I was trying to stream for long periods of time. Yeah, and like you were like super freaking close and you, the, the dogs freaking tailed it or something and it's like now you have like your little corner. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and now I can use stream overlays, and I can stream any console, and, um, yeah, everything's very, like, centralized in one mm-hmm. area, and I can be comfortable, you know, streaming for four hours or more. Well, it's like, even with this one, because, again, this is, like, uh, validation on, you know, developing and growing, because we wanted to do more with our podcast, and then it's like, you know, you know, I was either someone has an Xbox, or a Switch, or a Nintendo, uh, or a, uh, shit playstation and the switch and we're like well the switch is starting to amp up and get going yeah, Nintendo is, off, and it's like i've always i've always been a nintendo person and i love nintendo so that's when it, it branched off into our sister podcast where it is in the 64 bits of rage so and it's like you know there's the development of seeing what you're doing see how well it's doing and how to capitalize on what you're doing well but in the same breath not making it to a point where it's just a, an entire gimmick you're not going to want to just be stuck doing one thing when you want to be taken seriously and you want to do another type of podcast like where you're doing two different uh gaming consoles and gaming systems for granted yeah they got the cross pollination with their games because obviously there's always gonna be third party second party studios but you're still always getting the first party ones that you would like to talk about and people don't necessarily play or they don't think it's good to invest in the switch or you, you always get the naysayers but they always still want to see what the game looks like absolutely and uh one of or the reasons one of the reasons that, like, the um, Days Gone streams and that series mm-hmm. that I did last year did so well is because it was exactly that. It was a console-specific title. It was first party. Mm-hmm. And then it, it had mixed reviews. Reviewed, yeah. And so people didn't know if it was a good game or a bad game, or they didn't really have the opportunity to, you know, maybe they didn't have a PS4 mm-hmm. to even play it if they wanted to. 
Yeah, because they so were then like they had to see somebody yeah. play it. You know, it was like how many times did you themselves? have in your stream alone saying, "Oh, I was iffy about this game, but watching you play it, I'm actually gonna go get it." A ton. I mean, that series I only did one day a week, and it averaged thirty viewers a stream, mm -hmm. which. It's insane in its own right. Yeah, I, I, I had just started, so yeah. especially. And so it was like, that That was really high. But yeah, I had people in the chat say all the time, like, I don't know why this game got really bad reviews. Yeah. Or like, I'm this definitely going to go scoop this up yeah. now, you know. Or, um, And I, I knew a lot about it, thankfully, because I had already played through it on my own mm -hmm. accord. It was my second playthrough on a more difficult setting. And, yeah. so, and then I could explain stuff on the way, too. So people hopped in and they were like, well... How's the story, or how's the game mechanics? Yeah. I could really dive into it mm -hmm. and be like, "Oh, it does this, this, and this," Ouch. or "This is how long the story I'm is." So sad, but <laughs> or these are the kind of story beats that it hits, you know. Yeah. And I could explain it a little bit more thoroughly to either get somebody interested in the game mm -hmm. or solidify that it's not a game for them, you know, one way or the other. No, yeah, regardless. I mean, you, you, but you have that avenue. Like I know sometimes you do this very rarely, blind playthroughs, and that's on. Like, the horror games are easy just to kind of do a blind playthrough. But you don't necessarily do blind playthroughs because, you know, you want to be able to talk to your people so you know what you're doing. Absolutely. And I feel like, too, a lot of people do that. Like, they, they'll do blind playthroughs and it's just like they kind of screw themselves because they're so focused on the game itself. They forget I have people I need to talk to. Yeah, and it is. They'll get so like engrossed or wrapped up into a game. I mean, because they, they it could be a good the, story the too. Chat. Uh, I found whether it's a game that I have played before or a game that I'm doing a blind playthrough on. Yeah. That I kind of switch up, and I'm comfortable doing this now and aware of it. Um, when to be quiet mm -hmm. or to like cue that I'm going to be quiet because there's a story beat, there's a cutscene, or mm -hmm. I'm, I'm reading maybe dialogue from an older game or something along those lines so people can <laughs> yeah, be invested in the story. <laughs> um, and then other times, if it's people are just like maybe it's more gameplay focused mm -hmm. of a video game, yeah, or I've already played through it, I will, <laughs> yeah, I will just provide commentary. Um, over the top of it and then if somebody is curious about what's going on they'll usually just ask and yeah. so then I can fill them in because I'm already familiar with the game mm -hmm. so I'll be like oh this was the, kind of the important bit in this dialogue or this cutscene yeah yeah and it's like or this is why this happened because earlier in the game maybe a stream you missed you uh, know you this, missed, this this and this happened which part, led to this yeah you missed part four and so it's a little weird to top in a part five so you have a little adverb to explain to it yeah and that's why I, I, I kind of switch up like how I speak and stuff in, yeah. the, in that case. I think that's difficult than it was for me when you're first starting, though. Oh, yeah, God. Being aware of what you're saying and what you're playing and then what you have played. Etiquette, properness. I think you and I were just like very, very boring, honestly. Like, oh, I, I absolutely. I hate to honestly watch our first fucking streams. I, I don't really I go don't back and watch streams. I explained I this do want to edit, but. Fair. I don't think I explained this when I used to stream with you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I used to uh, actually come home from work, because that's when I was working at 3 in the morning. Oh, God, that was horrible. 3 in the morning, get off at 11.30. Our son would still be asleep because he's a lazy bug. And then trying to stream with you for an additional four hours. So, <laughs> it's like... Yeah, we didn't have a scheduled lockdown. We didn't have... Game, essentially, ideas what we wanted to do. Yeah, like, what was going to be because, like, good to play, what was going to be bad to play. Yeah, when we first started, which is funny, because, like, you were like this, too. I want to make sure I pick 
the game, and I'm known for that game. And that's why we started getting that mistake too. Oh yeah, Not we definitely yeah, yeah we absolutely started falling into some of the basic kind of traps. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you know that's easy to do. It, it is really easy to do. It's like you're not paying attention, or you're like, oh, I I get really good views with just this game. I'm just gonna go with this game and the this franchise, and then it's like you're you know you pigeonhole yourself again, yep. J- just in the same way that streamers who are kind of gimmicky will oftentimes you know are pigeonholing mm-hmm. themselves. It's the same kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we absolutely were like we did a lot differently. Oh yeah, and then it's like you know. It was difficult because the dogs would act up, and because it was in the daytime, so people getting out of school, stuff like that. Yeah. And then it was like, I'm trying to be lively, and I just worked an eight-hour shift at three in the morning. Yeah, you know? and I was just like super, like physically, like uncomfortable because, because of we had the to setup sit so we close. had. Like, yeah. My, like I have back problems, and I have since I was a teenager, and so, like, trying to like sit straight up right yeah. without any back support, uh-huh. and for four hours, it was like it would. Like, I'd be sore the next day just from doing that. Yeah, and then I'd have to, then we'd have to get, like, our Ollie up, take care of the house. Yeah, it wasn't a good, like, work-life balance either. No, it wasn't we a really good balance. Pretty and... much just streaming Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, so all there we wasn't anything doing. else. Nope. Yeah, that was so... it. It was either Fallout Day or Elder Scrolls Day. And yeah, it was, it was like... just, just MMOs, just because... There's so, so much big. content there that I was like, we could just keep doing this over and over. Yeah, and like you said, too, we didn't realize it either. We were just pitching ourselves or into it. And then the, like, yeah. the more that we kind of... And forgetting this is where the community kind of came into play, too. It's like, they're like, you know, you had a handful of people who were like, they've been doing it for a year or two, and like, you know, you're just going to get kind of stuck. Yeah, and, and it, it, it does happen very quickly. Yeah. You have to be incredibly passionate about a game or a franchise to if constantly you do, it. do just one game or and one you, franchise. And there are people are that can. Like the MMOs, it makes sense because there's, like you said, they're so big and like the Fallout 76 was a good idea at the time because it was the first MMO for Fallout. Yeah, exactly. And then, it, it, again, it got poorly reviewed because yeah. there was no so people PCs were curious in it. about it, yeah. And then, but now that's like, you do have those streamers who are extremely passionate about Fallout 76 and have that. And Absolutely, then, yeah. I see people that just do Elder Scrolls, just do Fallout, just do Call of Duty, just do Apex Legends, yeah, but they have like just do Fortnite. Yeah, badass, like, forts and stuff when they do Fallout. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, people do all sorts of, like, crazy stuff, you mm-hmm. know, if they... If they find the game that they're passionate about that they can sink, you know, hundreds if not thousands of hours into mm-hmm. and still be passionate and entertaining and happy to stream it and play it. Yeah, but with MMOs, there's always events going on. There's always something going on for them to constantly not get bored of the game either. And that's where you and I were coming into play is, yes, they were MMOs. Yes, they had a lot to do. God damn, I got tired of playing the same game over and over again. And I do, too. I'm very um, diverse in we the types of games I play. similar types of ADHD going on here. Yeah, I, I like to switch up games, even just in my personal time to play games, as well as what I stream, mm-hmm. um, you know, on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. You know, I a lot of gamers don't play this way, and I've a lot had, of people don't play this way. That's what I mean. It's like I've like, had conversations with people on Twitter where they're like, I don't know how you do that. You know, I usually only play through a game one at a time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll have two. Or, they're, like, or there's a franchise that I really like. And John's so a good example of that, too. He's like... He's all over the place with the types of games he mm-hmm. plays. But he'll get locked down into one. Mm-hmm. And he'll play hundreds of hours of that. And then he'll be back out playing like eight different games. Like, yeah. He's kind of a weird hybrid between the two. He's pretty good about it. Um... 
For me, though, it's like, I mean, I play probably a dozen to two dozen different games. You do? You do Every like, week. In a day, sometimes. You're like, yeah, oh, I'll do like two or three different game. games. Oh, I yeah. game. I'll play an hour or two or something, and then I'll go to something else, and I'll so play that where, for Like I said, your ADHD comes in and plays. Oh, I'm going to play this game. Well, no, okay, I'm bored. Now I'll play this game. Yeah, exactly. And I do that. Like, even if I wasn't streaming, that's just how I play games as it is. Oh, yeah. But it keeps me interested. I'm always looking forward to either, like, the next retro game I'm going to yeah. get, or... Um, the next new release or something along those lines or going back into my back catalog and Mm -hmm. picking something that I may have missed so because we just did uh, got two cool older games yeah absolutely Uh, we should talk about that a little bit yeah because they're not necessarily Nintendo but they're legit though yeah so and I want to get um, some N64 games Mm -hmm. speaking of that too yeah we want to get GoldenEye because it's the best to play on Nintendo Yes. It's like, I don't care who you are. Goldeneye on the 64, the best way to play this, that one. Like Yeah, I and I even are. have, uh, I never had a 64, but, but I have play. fond memories of Goldeneye <laughs> even. Fucking the golden goddamn gun. My brother shot me through the goddamn window. You bitch, quit cheating. And I already have the proclivity to be able to play older games. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm excited to go back, back to it. Because I know, at least for me... Then I can always get my Zelda fix, too, and ignore the future Zeldas. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we get uh, better, like, retro ports. That would be cool. Then we got to play them on the Switch. Because like, I just got my cool-ass freaking uh, controller, my uh, fighter controller. I'm good at fighting fighting games. Yeah, so... I think that's, like, <laughs> As you guys probably know, like, Ariel for Christmas got me a Switch Pro controller. Yep. But, yeah, we were out uh, doing some shopping, and uh, this is yesterday before we did all our yard work. Um, yeah, we were at Target, and they had a sale on... Like, uh, the, bucks. It was, like, 17 Yeah, yeah it was, like, super cheap. But, yeah, she got uh, the uh, GameCube fighting controller. Yep. For the Switch. It feels so. natural to me. And I'm... I'm, I'm it's, it's surprisingly comfortable. That's not a controller that I, like, particularly love or mm-hmm. I've used. And, yeah, it's got a good weight to it. It's got a good form factor. Like, yep. it's, it's better built than the original, but it's a GameCube controller. I know, right? So, <laughs> yeah, but, it's, it's nice. But what? I, but I'm, I'm really good at fighting games. I always had, like, Mortal Kombat and all sorts of fighting games. Obviously, I had siblings, so we were yeah. fighting each other regardless, you know, in real life and in video games. So, I mean, there's only, what, one or two characters you can kind of get me with, but other than that, I'm always kicking your ass. Yeah, when I play fighters, I'm not very good at them, but um, usually what ends up happening, if it's when I play, like, a decent amount. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a character that I know of that I can it. dominate most people that are just casual players. Uh, players. Yeah. Um, but if I out. play any other character, I'm like, no, nope, I can't do it. Like, it does. It was the it was the same way when John came over mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We didn't play against each other, but we went through the campaign on that Power Rangers fighting game. Yeah, and you play as all different like Power Rangers from mm-hmm. different eras and stuff but there was like one or two of them that I was like really really good at and yeah. John was like I can't even play like that with that character but then it would switch because it <laughs> was just the story like, mode Aww. and I couldn't do it like I, I'd die and lose the match and then I'd have to pass it off to John and then he he would cruise through it you know yeah yeah because he was he was better overall like you are with like all characters mm-hmm. and I was just the only part that I'm maybe a little bit better at than the two of you is with one character yeah. you know well except for if I'm uh, doing the well it's the one Injustice then I kick your ass Harley Quinn all the time so well that's on the Flash uh, the Flash wins uh, <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, yeah and, and we do have that rule though. No, no favorite characters because we both then get frustrated because we either tie it or yeah, or it's just like every other match is dominated by yeah, one person. Yeah, by one of us. It's so not, it's not really fun. No, it's not like a close match or something. No, that's when we that's when we go on the rule, pick other characters, and then then that's you know oh it's like you know one head away from you and you got me you know she's so like close. That. But no, what retro <laughs> games did we get concert? Um, so actually, along with the controller, uh, conversation, yeah, so I have a a red, like, translucent Dreamcast controller coming, which I'm super excited about, because, uh, I didn't have a Dreamcast at launch, um, I've only had one for, like, the last couple years, but I haven't had a chance to really get into it and get games for it, Mm -mm. um, now that we stream it, yep, um, I've really gotten into it, I love the Dreamcast, I think it's a great kind of underrated console, I think it's kind of one of those hidden gems where... It, it, I just, because of age it came or out how, to fourth time. It did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the controls yeah, like got internet. Cool, great form factor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's still live servers that are privately hosted for Quake 3 mm-hmm. Arena. So you can play online. This is fucking funny. Yeah. And uh, graphics hold mm-hmm. up surprisingly well. Like, Drinking great. tea and just swallowed some tea leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Texture in your tea. Yum. Everyone likes texture in your tea. So I'm really excited about that. The controller's going to be awesome. I love mm-hmm. those controllers, and I usually always have a red one, for, depending on what console it is. Yeah, you always have a red one regardless. Exactly. You have a red one for the PS3. You have a red one for the PS4. Yep. Uh, you have a red one. You have a green one, I think. And a red the, one for the Switch. The red Pro. one for the Switch. Uh, you have a green one for the 64, because you have a white and green one. Yeah, you got two of them. And I have a green one, a green. It's either either red or green for the PS One. Yeah, Yeah. green's my second favorite color. It's either red or green, which is funny because it's like, uh, mine's blue, and so my controller is the Zelda blue. Yeah. And do that. I love that controller. Like that. Well, your PS Four controller is blue. Mm -hmm. This one's that midnight blue one. Yep. And it's like, because I either, I either keep the original one, which is always black, because we always get a black system, or yeah. when we re, uh, get newer ones, because our old ones are just constantly dying. You put the PS4, yeah. That's what it was like, actually our very first investment. We didn't get you a headset. Before that, we actually got controllers. Yeah, because they wouldn't last a stream. No, they kept dying. You'd have to constantly rotate through them, because we've had the PlayStation 4 for a while, and you yeah. do play games consistently, so they just weren't holding a charge. That was actually our very first. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you you got the midnight blue one, Mm -hmm. and I got the clear uh, clear white one for a throwback. Yeah, that was like the 20th anniversary Mm -hmm. um, PS1 controller. Yeah, because we got that before we even got you headset. Because then then we talked about more investments and stuff since we already spent the money on the controllers. How else can we make your streaming easier? And the headset was next. Yeah, to improve audio. Obviously, caption card was a lot down the list, but. Yeah, definitely worth the investment, but uh, far more pricier than yeah. those things. So we had to wait a little bit for that. Yeah, but that sorry, that's talking about controllers sparked that memory, and it's like, I love my controller. It's like, oh, seventeen bucks. If I can scoop that shit up, it, it's a corded one, which is fine. You know, I both are raised on corded generations, anyways. Yeah, and there it reduces uh, like, lag input for. That's fighters. why the one I got is a pro fighter. It's not just a pro controller; it's a pro fighter. Exactly. So I can just fucking dominate in the world of things. And then I can attach it to other things. Like you're saying, if John comes over tonight, I can play with his Power Ranger game with him and kick his ass. Yep. Yeah, try it out. <laughs> see how it works. Because it is uh, a Switch copy, the one he's bringing over. So. Yeah, yeah. Going to be, be exciting. Cool. Are you not done on that? Almost done. Huh? Then I'm going to crack a sword. Like that? No, not like that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. The problem with, like, you know... Directional mics. So you can definitely pick up all my burps now. Yep. Oh yeah. Not hey, like, specific to you and in your track. Yeah, yo. 
So you can't even like hide it. Be like, how dare you, Anthony? Like, you know, not gonna work. <laughs> um, so at least I'm not farting. When I trade her jokes. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> Fucking COVID-19. God. They deserved it. Trader All of them. All of them deserved it. I guess we can elaborate on the Trader Joe joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we were I'm just, writing it down for a timestamp already. So we were just general shopping. We do every two weeks we go grocery shopping because we're normal people. And so we went to Trader Joe's just to pick up a handful of items for dinner because that's make fish and chips. And, oh, my God, it was just chaos and busy, and you could hardly walk, and people kept cutting in front of me, so I got mad, and I farted really loudly. <laughs> at least it didn't stink. Um, well, and I was facing <laughs> away. I was looking at the cheese wall. <laughs> and then I hear it. <laughs> And the guy next to me, who's also looking at the cheese wall by himself, looks at me, or I look at him, rather, and he's looking at me about the same time, and he just shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> and then I turn around, not thinking that it was Ariel, and Ariel's beelining it away with Ollie in the cart, just like getting out of Dodge. And I'm like, oh, I know what happened. Then I catch up with her. <laughs> so flustered. <laughs> so what is happening? At least it didn't stink. That would have been funnier, but it didn't stink. I do, I do love the moment with the guy next to me, though, who I didn't know, where he's like, <laughs> I don't know what me, like, because I, like, blatantly, like, looked over, and, and he, like, didn't want to be blamed for it. So it was like, like, shared a moment with this, uh, like, this stranger at Trader Joe's. People kept cutting in front of me, and I just got really frustrated. That's funny, because it was a guy probably about my age, too. Like, yeah, just by himself. Uh-oh. That's the dryer. <laughs> Time's up. We're done. Out. <laughs> yeah. Halfway through a podcast. Bye. Boy. The dryer Lord. commanded me. Yeah. But they, because people are just in such of a panic from the COVID-19, they kept cutting in front of me. And I'm like, oh, I it's bad, have yeah. my kid in my fucking cart and trying to look at Jesus. So I got mad and I farted. <laughs> like, I it's trying. like, that's your, like, flight or fight reaction? <laughs> I did rip one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got both your guys' attention. <laughs> Clear room. It didn't stink. I was no. hoping it would. But Nobody it left. They just heard it. <laughs> it didn't stink. But I felt like if it would have smelled, it would have done what it was supposed to do. <laughs> but I like how it's like, you can say something or leave, but instead it's like, I did both. <laughs> With one act. That was pretty funny. I knew exactly what happened to I turned my head and you were just like beelining it. You were just like cruising away. And all I knew. <laughs> what was that? Shut up, two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. You know what that was. Don't ask questions you know the answer to. Oh, man. That was good. It, it was, was funny. It was bad yesterday. Oh, my God. Well, I've heard it's bad everywhere, so. Let's so get a bidet. Just remember, people, be safe. Like, Wash your hands. Stop hoarding things. Wash your hands. Yeah. Be hygienic. It's like, COVID-19 doesn't even give you diarrhea or anything to do with poop. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it is weird that toilet paper is being hoarded. It's like, if you run if you run into the desire moments, there's a shower and there's a specific reason you just hold your ass down. Yeah, I know. It's just... Yeah, was it Trevor Noah said yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things when people... 
Uh, we already discussed it in a whole other podcast, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. just be safe, be, be hygienic, safe. and be aware of the people around you, like, I mean, and seriously. what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's going through the same thing, so you don't need to hoard or be mean or disrespectful to other Quit people. Quit buying Top Roman. That shit dehydrates you. How dumb are you? Yeah, it's jam-packed full of sodium, and then you're wasting water to make it as well. So it's like, there's other, like, canned goods and stuff. I understand that. You can get that to last for a little bit, or... Um, Water on like a little avion, but if you want to, you know... It's not being sprayed in the water. Yeah, but, like, say something disastrous happened and your water plug just, uh, supply was cut or something oh, on uh, that, yeah, then yeah. You, you at least you have cases of bottled water. So I could see that for... Uh, people should have... Like that lady who stole the water? Yeah, that was... Uh, was blatantly Winco. She just Winco, out. yeah, Winco. Yeah, she had two cases at the bottom of her car and just walked out with them. Wasn't even from Spokane and loudly was proclaiming that. Mm-hmm. Like, how... How can you live in Spokane? How can you live here? By the way, I'm going to steal from a store in your city and then bitch about your city. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. That's cool. awesome. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, uh, back to the toots and the games. Um. So, but yes, no. Yeah, Trader Joe's deserved it. Uh, with that being said, what retro games have we gotten now or to the point of it? So. So. Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, um, since we've, uh, I don't want to necessarily say like double down, but we've um, kind of recentered our focus I to drink my own hair. <laughs> on streams and uh, YouTube content. Yeah, like we said before, you know, it's good to change things up, don't get stuck, or if you can. Yeah, and this isn't something that is like necessarily we haven't done, it's just we're able to kind of lean more into it uh, now that we have the capture card and some better uh, equipment overall. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, we've started scooping up some retro games and stuff, mm-hmm. making sure that, like, the old consoles and controllers are clean mm-hmm. and, you know, properly function, or if we need adapters for them, or, or memory cards, new, or whatever. New cords or new controllers if they've cropped out. And yeah, we can like, kind of easily take care of it and, mm-hmm. and get it. Because some of them are easy to pick up on the cheap, too. Post haste, yeah. And so, um,. Because the Dreamcast is kind of quickly becoming, you know, one of my favorite legacy consoles. We got Time Stalkers for the Dreamcast, <laughs> is which is awesome. Uh, one of my more like more like niche games that's like uh, my favorite that I played as a kid and I got years later for like seventy dollars because it was just hard to find. Uh, is Azure Dreams? I've streamed mm-hmm. a little bit of that. Uh, I was planning on streaming more of it, but um, I think it's I, I think it's a, yeah, it's a little dry for mm-hmm. streaming. Uh, just because of the gameplay is fun, but it's you're kind of doing the same thing over and over and over but, again. But Time Stalkers is super, super simple. Fucking funny. It's very similar, but it's kind of that gameplay mechanic that I'm talking about is mm-hmm. a shorter burst. Yep. So I think it's more streamable. It's and, and the dialogue is really funny. funny. The like the world's hilarious. awesome. Yeah. Got weird rabbit chick with giant tits. You know. Yeah, all the things we love about games. Right? Yeah. Giant it's like uh, reminds me of uh, Fran from. Uh, Final Fantasy yep. 12. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that game's really cool. I've been playing a little bit of that, and I'll probably have, do another mm-hmm. save file and, and stream that, and then yeah. that'll probably make its way on YouTube as well. The open scene is just, like, glorious. You have to let other people see this. Oh, yeah, the opening scene is fantastic. The music's great for it. Mm. Um, great game. If you haven't mm-hmm. played it, you have a Dreamcast uh, dust-off. Or, it wasn't I don't, too I don't... bad. It was, like, what, 30 bucks? Uh, 22. 22. Yeah, it's like a couple bucks cheaper than what you can normally get for it online. Well, yeah, we have a retro 
mom and pop shop. That's the word I was looking for. Here. Yeah. They're like a big chain down in California, but they are like uh, franchise zones. And so mm-hmm. we have two of them here. It's called Game World uh, in Spokane. And they primarily focus in retro games. Yeah. And strategy guides and consoles and accessories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there's one fairly close to our house just north of here. And um, yeah, so we were able to go up and uh, so we got Time Stalkers. Also picked up uh, Fantasy Star 3, <laughs> Generations of Doom. Doom! For the Sega Genesis. That was a complete copy. You had the manual and the Everything. case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like $30. Not bad. Not really. For a complete game. copy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Genesis cases in particular because they were uh, hard plastic. Usually yeah. You can find them, which is kind of nice. That is cool. And then, yeah, I was surprised it had the manual, to be honest. Yeah, it's missing no, the cover on it, but it's got the rest of the manual. So I'm like, that's legit. And that, that one's really cool. It's got great music to it. It's a good old school, uh, you <laughs> like know, the pixel RPG. It puts you in the dungeon. You need to cool down in the dungeon. What the fuck? I know, yeah. It's got a funny story. Very kind of like cliche fantasy, you know. What but you would it, think of cliche fantasy from 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So. Yeah, it's like, it's Those just 30, funny, you know. though. Yeah, um, and then we've got a copy of Skies of Arcadia coming yep. as well, um, and that's from uh, Etsy shop owner. So. Yeah, it's a newer rendition, but so cool to be able to scoop it out because I think our original copy is at one forty or one thirty. Yeah, uh, it is. I, I usually like to have like the you know authentic like original version. However, I'm, I'm not not going to spend one hundred fifty dollars on an old game. Because like, then it's like you're not going to want to play it. You don't want to ruin it. Exactly. And, and just some games just by the either the nature of the release or popularity are mm-hmm. like very expensive. Yeah. That happens to be one of them. Dreamcast is not known for um, its RPGs, but Skies of Arcadia is one of like the... Defeo. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like one of the highest rated. So, and that's kind of cool though because it's like we only spent $15 on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be able to see if it, since it is a reproduction, if it'll work like how it's, you know, intended. To. Mm-hmm. And it's got the case and the artwork with it and all that. So yeah. that's a complete edition as well. And then I think that's it. I think those yeah, are I think the, it's ones. the yeah. only thing we scooped up. But And then in like in a couple weeks, we'll probably head back to Game World and then we'll fill in our Siphon Filter collection yep. for yeah. the PS1. Yeah, couldn't remember. I told you to write the master list and you have. Yeah, I couldn't remember because I knew I had one of them and there's three Siphon Filters, mm-hmm. which is the same studio that did Days Gone, which you talked about earlier. Yep. Um... But I wasn't sure which one I had and then which two I was missing. So. Yeah. I, I kind of have a, like a running list now, like Ariel said. She suggested it. And I worked on it over the weekend of things that I'm would be good streaming games. You didn't or... have a master list. You like your list because you're a weirdo. I, which is funny because before I never really did lists. I know. And now I do lists all the time. <laughs> like, I think it's it, kind of the spinning plates thing. Like, yeah. It helps I, me I, manage that without like... Because I can't manage a certain amount of plates, but if it gets to a certain number, then it's like my list help. They, like, buffer that. And I don't have to think about it because I've already thought about it. So my past self was always smarter than my, like, present or future self. <laughs> By the time I, I die, I'm just going to be just, it's uh, like, I have an IQ of, like, 12. Oh. <laughs> I can barely drool. <laughs> oh. Dante. Yeah, we're going to get uh, a site filter two and three. Yep. And I really want to do a YouTube-only series of that. Yeah, that would make sense, though. Yeah, like we're... do it by mission mm-hmm. or do it by level. And then, um, um, 
be able to do like a playlist mm-hmm. with you know said mission or level as an individual video. Yeah, I started doing that with Devil May Cry. Well, and... Devil May Cry, especially on the Switch, Devil May Cry three, it's like chapters it super short yeah exactly and then it's like and each of the games is usually around 20 missions anyways mm-hmm. sometimes it's like 17 or 21 or 22 or whatever but uh yeah it'll be really easy to just to do 5 10 15 20 minute videos depending yeah. on how long the mission is and then it's like oh there's the whole level and then Ooh, i can do a complete Kermit, playlist and unique youtube content mm-hmm. let's talk about Kermit the frog Everybody frog here. Mm-hmm. 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 Like to see my <laughs> 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 we were making fun of uh, streamers and their gimmick personality. Yeah, I don't know why you gotta be a gay French guy though. <laughs> it's flamboyant. Mm. <laughs> no, you said gay. No, I said flamboyant. No, you said gay. No, because I wanted the alliteration. I remember specifically. <sighs> Alliterative. You're a dork. Flamboyant <laughs> Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you said gay, but okay. No, I think your head just translated it. <laughs> this is what I wanted him to say, and this is why I'm taking it. Or Sideshow Bob. That was the other one. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're uh, really good at like voices and making fun of things. But you have to like... You have I have to, to start with something. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm, it, you're a frog here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't exactly. just start talking in a Kermit Frog voice. Mm-hmm, it's Kermit Frog here. <laughs> I do that, yeah. Um, didn't Kermit the Frog do headshots? They just kill people? Oh, yeah. So I did um, I did a stream on YouTube. I like how we're knocking on them and then you did it too. I, well, it, I, I was knocking on them there. That's why I did it. Oh, that, that's okay. why I specifically did Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, who doesn't want to be Kermit the Frog? Yeah, so I was... Every Wednesday on uh, YouTube Live, I stream uh, mm-hmm. just once a week uh, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And I do different games there than I do on uh, Twitch. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing... Um, like retro games or like I have a Borderlands 3 mm-hmm. series going on and Final Fantasy and stuff. I do either games I suck at. Mm-hmm. So I'll do like Call of Duty or something like that. Or I do viewer suggestions. So I yeah. had a viewer suggestion from my moderator and I was doing the Division 2 and I was, I was killing it. Like mm-hmm. I was all over it. It was like I was just playing solo. Oh no solo. But it was like there was one scene where I like went into this room. I think it was in like the um, like Aerospace Museum or something like that. There's a whole bunch of terrorists or, you know, whatever, like... They are considered, Black Tusk yeah. faction is what they're called in the division, that particular group. But, yeah, it was, like, I did, like, two uh, quickscope headshots, like, mm. back-to-back. I, like, threw out my minds. A guy ran at me, and I no-scope headshot him. Mm-hmm. And then three other guys came around the other side. I mowed them down real quick, and there was one guy left... As my minds were going off, and I got another headshot, and the entire time it was like, you're Kermit Frog here. Boom! There goes your head. <laughs> like, and then I would just, like, keep going, and I went from just that whole scene. But prior to that, I had been making fun of streamers who mm-hmm. do gimmicky voices and personas and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was like, they, they would never do something like that. Usually they're like, you know... Very holy specific. like original characters yeah, to them kind yeah, of a thing yeah. and so for me i was just riffing on kermit the frog and them yep and Aww, just decided kermit. Kermit frog here. <laughs> yeah it was great though because it was like i was kind of on a hot streak and so it was like headshot 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 and it was like it was all kermit the frog's boys 
Like, imagine Kermit the Frog killing you. Like, say that you were, like, invading, like, another, like, police or something. Like, you're in part of this tactical, like, high-end paramilitary yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. You have your squad, and you're, like, you roll in. And then it's, like, one dude who sounds like Kermit the Frog and just annihilates you. Like, you've been friends with goddamn, you know, Ralphie for, like, 20 years, and you've been in, you know, the service together. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Kermit the Frog here, and his head explodes. Like, that would freak you the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that'd be fucked up too. That'd be super fucked up. But it's like, I, uh, yeah, I mean, back full circle here, I get it, but just don't pigeonhole yourself. And if you do, just don't expect to be taken seriously, honestly. And really, what it comes down to, I, more a broad scope advice, uh-huh. is um, find out what you like. You need to be passionate about it. And if that is one game, or if that is doing a persona, or... Having strobe lights and doing dances. Go yeah, for it, like... You know? Or even just, like, just playing the, the guitar away. and doing your original music on Twitch or something. Like, find out what you're super passionate about. Mm-hmm. And don't let anybody tell you you have to do it a particular way. Ourselves mm-hmm. included. Yeah. We're just providing, like, first-hand experience with how we do it mm-hmm. or how we have changed. Mm-hmm. You need to find what you're passionate about. You need to put in the work for it. And you need to constantly just be developing that. Like yeah. lean into whatever you're good at or whatever you like to do. Don't don't let anybody tell you like, no, you shouldn't stream this. Yeah. Or you shouldn't do this. Like you should do more like this person. That's bad advice. Oh yeah. That's kind of what yeah. it comes down to. If you like retro shit like we do, mm-hmm. like do it that way. Exactly. If you like just to do like Call of Duty kind of like esports bent, do that. You know? Yeah. If you just like battle royale games, do Fortnite. We're Apex, not like. knocking if that's what you're passionate on doing. We're knocking if you're young and you think that's how you're gonna carve your way in and then be able to change from it. Because then you're gonna only be known for this. Yeah, and then that is that is the uh, like criticism that I agree that that we have is like don't don't do it for popularity's sake. Like don't pick things that you that are just like popular. Don't mm-hmm. like you know dress up just because other people are doing it. Yeah. It's like. You gotta believe in it if you're gonna go it's like for an, it. Again, same example, Ninja. Always gonna be known for Fortnite. Yeah, and he's been trying to break out of that, you know. He has been. And get back to, like, Halo and things like that. That's one of the reasons he went to Mixer. And, mm-hmm. But still. Yeah, and it's like, he he did get a pigeonhole. He pigeonholed himself, and he's super young, you know. But he's as he's getting older, like, he's obviously realizing what had happened and even though he's still hugely successful wants to pivot yeah pivot and fix it but it's hard like you can see him struggle you know and because he is such a big personality now you can kind of see that struggle live as it happens and then then that's weird to see too in his own right yeah you can see him lash out a little bit on social media you can see you know microsoft uh announced that you know mixer numbers didn't bounce you know heavily upward like they thought they were going to Mm -hmm. and things like that so even though he may be rolling in the dough, it's like, personally... For how long are you going to be there? Yeah, you know, are you actually doing what you love? You know, are you actually passionate about it? Are you actually comfortable? Or do you do you even have the freedom to, to change? change? You know, and he, he does it. You know, it's going to be an uphill battle. Yep, and that's the shitty so. part, because he's young and popular in the gent- sense of the word, and he just kind of screwed himself, and hopefully he can fix it, but I don't hold my, I'm not holding my breath. He's going to be another one that burns out. Yeah, and it's just, it's a very new... Uh, career and it's a very new industry. It's like, what was that fucking one kid who did YouTube all the time? PewDiePie? PewDiePie, yeah. I just saw a video, I don't know if he's back to doing content, but I watched, the last video of his I watched mm-hmm. was right around the new year 
and he he flat out said he was burnt out. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. And he was he did like I watched this video like years ago before a lot of the controversy surrounding him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I always found him entertaining, like super like passionate, upbeat, and like kind yeah. of you know doing it for scares and stuff. And he seemed, he was just, like, dead behind the eyes. He was, like, monotone, and it was just, like, I don't really want to do this. I'm going to take a break for a while, like, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, the biggest YouTuber in the world. Yep. And, he, and even him, he was, like... Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, I was, like, and he said he would be back, so I don't know if he rebounded, like, super quickly. I haven't, like, specifically checked, but I do distinctly remember that video. It was, like, the end of December, beginning, beginning of January, mm-hmm. where he was just, like, I don't take some time off. Yeah. And he was just, like, it was all monotone and just, like, kind of disheartened and, like, beaten down and was just, like, meh. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. See, that's It happens, mean. though. It can. Even if you're on top of the world. Yeah, pretty much. So, start strong, you know, essentially build a good foundation first. So then if you do take off, you can or, or when you or do change. inevitably yeah. blow up, you know, you could always rely on that kind of versatile foundation mm-hmm. rather than, you know, just Kermit a frog game. <laughs> yeah, or Kermit the Frog, you know. But Kermit the Frog. Um, but yeah, anyways, I feel like, you know, that that's square on the nail. Yeah, square on the nail. Mm-hmm. Con phrase. Where's your frog here? Fuck off. Uh. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> All right, any kind of housekeeping? I think we're... No, I mean, we touched... Since it was kind of just a free-for-all conversation, we free kind of hit on um, a lot of the housekeeping we oh, would normally do. Testies? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, whatever. So, yeah, we've updated our thumbnails for 64 Bits of Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know that we have a dual mic setup now, so hopefully the audio quality has improved. Uh, you can find the podcast pretty much anywhere. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. I'm gonna be starting my own podcast with Miss Piggy. Aw. Aw. Why do I gotta be Miss Piggy? You be Miss Piggy. You could be Denise. I don't want to be any kind of Piggy. I I, I didn't get to decide who Kermit the Frog like dated. That's not like a reflection on you. It's just that's his spouse. I don't know. okay smr (laughs) oh god anyways but yeah and so yeah we kind of hit base Mm -hmm. like all of our bases at the beginning of the podcast so yeah i don't think uh got much to wrap up besides the wrap up (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) but yeah no i mean we're we're filling the filler the fillers of the sadness of the season as of right now covid19 is taking its toll and Oh, yeah, yeah. News is like, conventions are being canceled. Big publishers and companies are switching to, like, Working! digital announcements and stuff just to try to get information out. Stay inside. Yeah. No, not really. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> Live the hermit life. Well, you do, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I know. It's like I've been preparing for this <laughs> without knowing. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have to worry about shit. Batman. Yeah. But anyways, no, I mean, it, with that being said, you know, we look forward to our own career blossoming and, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And I mean, everyone's going to make fun of somebody regardless. Yeah. And we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea just in the same way that if you're doing the same types of things, not everyone is going to enjoy the content you make. And you just exactly. got to get over it and move on. Chug along, chug along. Just focus on what you want to do. And again, be passionate about it. Like, put in the hard work and the time and the hours and make oh, sure yeah. you have a good work life. It's going to be effort. Yeah. Lots of effort. It's not just sitting down and recording and then being done. Exactly. Walking away from the camera and then, oh, we're going to blow up. <laughs> not going to work. Yep. Um, I think that's everything then. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. Wrap, wrap. My name is Ariel Skahulis. 
My name's Ailey Schultz. As always, follow the bear. And that's been episode nine of 64 <laughs> Bits of Rage. Rage talk. Rage talk. Yeah. <laughs> we should just keep doing these. These are fun. That's why I like doing the Let's Talk for YouTube. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Even though you're going to be part of that half the time. I know. I'm part of, I'm part of everything all the time. That's true. <laughs> Why'd you have to get derogatory about it? What, what happened there? Batman did it. No, I'm not. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Folks, we're going places. We're going places. All right. As always, follow the bear. <laughs> we have a good day. Peace. <laughs>